Good morning, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. My name is Anthony Moore. I serve as the senior pastor of Carolina Church, located in Fort Washington, Maryland. You are on the Carolina Prayer Call Line, and we are grateful for your presence. On last week, I started talking about this whole idea about being a witness for the Lord. And when we consider the darkness of evil that has covered the land, it becomes encumbrant upon all of us to do our part in sharing the gospel with a wayward world. And so I thought that I would labor before you all with the whole idea of what that looks like, of you and I being witnesses for the Lord. On last week, I shared with you that we're called. We are called. We are called to be witnesses for Christ. Let me hang here for just a moment and say to you that your pastor, your preacher, your ministerial staff are not the only ones called, but that we, as the body of Christ, as those who have been saved by God, we are called to be witnesses for Christ who will present a testimony about the truth that we've experienced and heard. I shared that with you on last week, that that's our call. We are called to do that as witnesses. Simon Sinek taught us, however, that we need to always understand the why. Um, we are responsible for doing things. The why. What's the why behind this? What's the why behind this? And that's what I want to tackle on today. I want to deal with the why. Why Why do we witness for Christ? Why? What's the why behind that, Pastor? Um, and before I do that, let me just tell you all that the role of the witness, the role of you and I as witnesses is to simply share all that we have seen, all that we have heard, and all that we have and are experiencing. So the role of the witness, the role of you and I as witnesses for the Lord is simply to share all that we've seen, all that we've heard, all that we are experiencing and have experienced. Now, once we do that, God does the changing of hearts. That's God's responsibility. It is our responsibility to witness, though. It's God's responsibility for the changing of the hearts. I think it's also worth noting that all who know him are to proclaim him. All who know him are to proclaim him, not just a certain talented or chosen few. So we are not let off the hook from being witnesses for the Lord. So, um, the question is, why do we why do we witness for Christ? Now, let me, if you don't mind, allow me 
to look at some other passages of Scripture that will help us to understand and back up why we are called to be witnesses and the importance of witnessing of every believer. Um, I want to deal with the why we are called to be witnesses and the importance of witnessing for every believer. Let's first take a look at Jesus' example. Jesus gives us an example. That's the first thing I want to look at is, is his example. His example is found in Luke chapter 4, Luke 4, verses 18 through 19. It says this, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. So what Jesus does for us is he gives unto us the example of what we are supposed to do, and he demonstrates that through his own life as seen in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 4, verses 18 through 19. But not only do we see Jesus' example, we also get a chance to see Jesus' command. We see the command located in Matthew 28, Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20. Here's what it says. Here's the command. And Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. That's Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20. But the command is also seen in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. It says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, Jerusalem the city, Judea the state, Samaria the uttermost parts of the world, and to the end of the earth. So, so the reason why we are called to be witnesses, one is because we have the example that Jesus gives unto us, but then two, because of the command that Jesus gives unto us. Let me give you another reason why we are called to be witnesses. We're called to be ambassadors for Christ who proclaim his greatness. He calls us to be his ambassadors to proclaim his greatness. In, in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 18 through 20, chapter 5, verse 18 through 20 says, All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself, gave us the ministry of reconciliation, that is, in Christ. God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against him, and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, 
We are ambassadors for Christ. God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. And that's 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 18 through 20. Allow me to show you um, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9 through 10. He says, but you are a chosen people of royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. So the reason we, in fact, um, are called to be witnesses, the reason why we are called to be witnesses is, one, because of the example of Jesus, two, because of the command of Jesus, but then three, because we're called to be ambassadors for Christ who proclaim his greatness. Allow me to give you another reason why we are called to be witnesses, because we are to participate with God in proclaiming the good news. We are to participate with God in claiming the great news. I know I'm right about that because in Romans chapter 10, verses 13 through 15, it says this, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then will they call on him whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they've never heard? And how are they to hear without someone teaching and preaching them? And how are they to do that unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who proclaim the good news. So you all, we're called, the reason why we're called to do this, to be his witnesses, is that we have to participate with God in proclaiming the good news. Witnessing is a part of being a disciple of Jesus. In Matthew 4, 19, he said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. So that's the reason why. That's the reason why we, in fact, are called to be witnesses. We're called to be his witness because we have the example of Jesus. He gives that to us. We're called to be his witness because he commanded us to witness for him. We're called to be his witnesses because he called us to be ambassadors along with Christ to proclaim the greatness of God. We're called to be his witnesses because we are to participate with God in proclaiming the good news. Witnessing is a part of being a disciple of Christ. Witnessing as a response to what Christ has done for us is important to the process of us giving light. We are not to hide our light under a bushel, but we are to set our light upon a hill that the world might see it. Let this light that the Lord has given unto us be 
seen by all. And that's why we have to witness unto the Lord. That's why we have to witness for the Lord. And so I wanted to give that unto you today and challenge you in your witness as we attempt to bring light into the darkness. We cannot run. generation of individuals towards God. My brothers and sisters, can I get you with help me today in the on behalf of those persons, that persons who say, hey, Pastor, you have the prayer ministry to intercede, to call my name out, to pray to me for Larry Thomas and Jackie Thomas and sharing them with Pray for Elder Matthew Berlin today. We pray for Gary Davis, diagnosed with cancer. We pray for Barry Hayes' continual healing um, with his knee surgery. We are praying for Kathleen and Michael Davis and lifting Cheryl Thomas' bereavement of transitioning of her father. Uh, we're praying today. We're praying for Greg Queen and family. Um, praying for Greg Queen, who's the stroke. Praying for Spencer Kennedy and Mercedes uh, Barrett's birthday on the first part of this month. And we are keeping the Barrett and the Kennedy family in our prayers. Pray today for Sister Mary Davis and um, praying today for Evelyn Mack and Martina Baxter, Associate Pastor Talia White and Velda Jones. We're praying. Sister Gailey Musgrove and uh, Valerie Jones. We're praying. Lynette uh, Belton, we did prayer on today. Um, for traveling mercy. We're praying for for traveling mercies. For Christy, uh, we're praying. Christy Thielen, we're praying for Ruth Ann Majors. Pastor Carlo Cody, um, in the tradition of his mom, pastor of Kent Baptist Church, we're praying for healing um, of his or today for those who, whose names I did not receive but would say pastor would you lift me in prayer the Lord and will lift you today for those of you on this call praying for those of you who are listening you're on your way to work room for God I'm praying that God will bless you and keep you for those who are driving through the city, that God will give you Father, in the name of Jesus, as one of your priests, I come today. As one of your ambassadors, I come today. As one of your witnesses, I come to, 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 to call upon your name and to ask God that you would get glory from our today. So, Father, we first want to ask you to forgive us 
for not doing everything you've told us to forgive us for not going where you told us to go. Forgive us for not saying what you told us to say. Forgive us, God, for uh, saying things you told us not to say and doing stuff you told us not to do. Please forgive us. Forgive us, God. Now, Lord, we exalt your name because you are the only one who's sovereign, and we know that nothing that's happening in our world has caught you off God. We know, God, that nothing in our lives has caught you off God. No sickness has come upon us that I did not know about. We know, God, that nothing has been issued into our lives that you do not have the how God to rectify. So Lord, we exalt you for being God, for being the sovereign one, for being the all powerful one who has everything under your control. And so Lord, I pray today for the wars in our land. I'm praying today, God, for peace. I pray for peace. I pray, God, for peace in the land, not only for peace in the land, but I pray for peace in our lives. I pray, God, for peace in our lives personally, in our families. I'm praying. I come against God, the enemy, and and anything that he's using to divide us from one another. God, I thank you for the unity of the body of Christ that you've called us to represent and to stand for. So, Lord, in the name of Jesus today, we pray for peace in the land. We pray for healing in the land. Pray for healing in our land, healing in our bodies, healing in our relationships. We pray for healing in our financial life. God, in the name of Jesus, we pray for healing today, healing today. We call upon your name because, God, we know that you have the power to heal that which ails us. Now, God, I pray that you make us the witnesses you called us to be. Lord, we're going to do our part. We're waiting on you to infuse us with your power that we might be your witnesses, God. You said you would be with us. And so now, Lord, we need you. We need you. We need you. We need you, God. We need you. In Jesus' name, we pray. And all the people of God. Amen. Listen, thank you all so very much for your time today and for me to share with you impartation of the Word of God, challenging us to be a light in the dark world, to be his witnesses. Um, on this afternoon at 12 noon, I will be teaching um, again from First Peter, the book of First Peter, working through that book. Uh, join me on our website at carolinachurch.org. Join us live and, and meet me on this Einstein and this o'clock. Now, I've given you some principles today to live by. I've given you some principles. On your mark, get set. Let's grow. Hey, listen, have a great day and know I love you much. God bless you all.